Relevant Radio is listener-supported radio. Talk radio for Catholic life. Welcome to our Fall Pledge Drive. Join the family. Well, hello. Happy Pledge Drive and happy All Saints Day. This is a a big day. I really I really think it is. It's um you know, we don't celebrate it the way we should. So there. No, I really I really mean that. I, I think that um, um, when I was a kid, it was a wonderful time because you got a day off uh, from school and you gorged on, on candy that you'd collected from perfect strangers. So it was a wonderful, uh, actually, your neighbors. So uh, it was a wonderful time. Well, let's pray, especially speaking of children. Let us pray for the success of the pledge drive and for an end to abortion. Remember, most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petition, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right, let's open the big book on the coffee table. You know the Bible. Hello? Big book on the coffee table. Ah, there it is. All right, here we have a reading from the book of Revelation. And I've shared this with you, and we'll share it again. Uh, that um, this is um, the word apocalypse for a, uh, probably for a Greek-speaking Jew meant the wedding. And I know there are a lot of apocalyptic weddings, but I, that's not what we mean here. No, it, it means the unveiling. Uh, in Yiddish, in modern Yiddish, uh, uh, Orthodox Jews call wedding the veiling, the endekung. And that's the, 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 the ritual of the Jewish wedding starts off with you go to a mutually agreed upon place, the bride's family, the groom's family, the bride and the groom. And the groom is hev- the bride, rather, not the groom. The bride is heavily veiled. The groom is usually heavily bearded. But the, the, the bride is heavily veiled. And um, there is a... A, a ceremony in which the the bride is unveiled. The groom looks under the veil, and then they sign the uh, uh, the marriage contract, and then they have a schnapps. Not that peppermint stuff, but you know, in in German and Yiddish, schnapps is any kind of liquor that will take the paint off the wall. So they have a schnapps. Then they go to wherever the wedding is, and they're married under the the canopy, the chuppah, and uh, there you go. I remember asking Rabbi Lefkowitz, uh, why why did you look under the veil? So that no one did to us what was done to our ancestor Jacob when he married Leah instead of Rachel. So it's it goes it's 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 they don't forget these things. So um that's the unveiling, the sneak peek, as it were. And that's what I suspect that if uh, a Greek speaking Jew uh, saw the title Apocalypse, say, oh, this is about a wedding. And it is. It's about the wedding of the Lamb. The high point of the book is toward the end. When we read, behold, I saw the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven, uh, coming down out of heaven, adorned like a bride for her husband. Uh, the the struggle to get to the wedding <laughs> is described in, in the book. And then the joy of the wedding of the lamb. And we talk about that in, in the liturgy, uh, our mother, the heavenly Jerusalem. So 
this is this should be a very joyful feast for us that this is a, a, a this is an apocalypse an unveiling and uh, uh, the the um, very controversial uh, do not damage the land the sea or the trees until we put the seal on the foreheads of the servants of God I heard the number of those who have been marked with the seal 144,000 marked from every tribe of the children of Israel um, uh, there are religious groups that say that means that only uh, 144,000 people will go to heaven. That, of course, is nonsense. Uh, it doesn't say that. 144,000 marked uh, from Israel. And there are going to be a lot more from Israel who are uh, in heaven. But it's a very, very symbolic number. Uh, it it means, well, it, it um, let's see here. Um they they were taken in the early church to be symbolic and the suggestion is that the number comes from 12 uh which is squared multiplied by 1000 for more emphasis and 12 is a very important number in the uh in the scriptures it's about government uh it's about the government of god so um i wouldn't take that 144000 too literally it's a symbolic number and what it means is that this will be the perfect world situation and it will be that perfect government for which Jews at the time of Christ were looking. They really believed that the uh, the Messiah would create a secular state. They didn't really believe in a, a spiritual Messiah. They, they I mean, the, the Messiah would be holy, but... But this idea of uh, uh, the Messiah taking us to heaven. Now, the Messiah's job was going to be to reestablish the Davidic kingdom, which most people thought of as a very, very earthly kingdom. Uh, and the Messiah is going to kick the Romans out and create the perfect state. And what the Lord is saying in the vision of Revelation, yes, he's going to create the perfect uh, the perfect state, the perfect government. Multiply twelve by twelve, and then square it, and then, and then multiply it by a thousand, and uh, you'll get the idea. So, uh, it's 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 saying this is going to be the perfect state, the perfect uh, government uh, for which Israel is longing, and it won't be a government like this world. You know, the 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 Jews don't expect a divine a priest king dying rising messiah they don't find that in the torah but we do so i you know that, that 144,000 that's another example of people who are trying to take a vision and make uh, read it like a history uh it's like trying to read history like it was poetry or poetry like it was history you can't do it you have to really find out what God is saying in this, and it's a vision. All right, so in um, the second reading, just very quickly in the second reading, such a, a very beautiful reading that, see what love the Father has bestowed on us, we're called children of God. But that that's what we are now, he says. What we shall be has not yet been revealed. We know that we, when it is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Wow. And, and you know, this idea of pure, uh, it it has to do with chastity and more, you know. It uh, the pure of heart is the person who is minded about the faith and single minded about the Lord. That this is my life. Yeah, I got to work because I got to eat while I'm in this world. But there's so many distractions, and uh, um, to be chaste is to be undistracted by 
by the pleasure of he, the very human pleasure of very human beauty and attractiveness. Uh, even in marriage, uh, uh, a chaste marriage sees the beauty of marriage as more than simply physical attraction. So everyone who has this hope based on him makes himself pure. In other words, you think you want all this stuff like the, the Jews wanted the, to kick the Romans out and create uh, the perfect uh, state, the perfect country. Well, it's going to be that and infinitely more. So too is the intimacy, the legitimate intimacy between a husband and wife, a mere hint of the beauty of, of seeing God. And, uh, uh, so, so this idea of, of purity, it's chastity and more it's to, to long for God above all things. Now let us go to the gospel. This uh, word blessed, uh, in, in Greek, it's makarios, which can be translated happy. And there's great controversy because for us, happy is happy can be uh, achieved with with uh, chemicals, uh, and that's certainly not the blessedness uh, of which this the scripture speaks. Makarios, I've shared this with you, I'm sure. Cyprus was called the blessed island because everything uh, that was needed uh, for uh, uh, the good life was on Cyprus. And that's what blessedness is. Everything necessary for the good life. The word in Hebrew is uh, Baruch. Uh, uh, and, and the Jews are always blessing God. Baruch Hashem. That's why Jews, uh, at least this is why I was explained to me, that's why Jewish men wear always wear their head uh, head covering. Because you have to have your head covered when you, when you pronounce a blessing. And you're supposed to have blessings going on all day long when you go in the door and out the door there's a blessing when you eat there's a blessing when you wash your hands there's a blessing every act of life there is a blessing so they just keep a head covering on that's that's uh the purpose of the kippah the the yamoka they call it a kippah which means a covering and um it's interesting they didn't wear kippahs at the time of christ most probably that you know you'll see this in some religious art they're wearing the the yamoka they didn't jesus didn't probably didn't wear a yamoka the yarmulke seems to have come in after the destruction of the temple. And uh, where St. Paul says, it is a shame for a man to pray with his head covered. We read that in uh, in uh, 1 Corinthians, I believe it is. Uh, well, that's because uh, the head covering is a sign of mourning. And one theory is that the, the, the yarmulke, the kippah, came in... Um, after the destruction of the temple, in mourning for the temple. Um, I don't know. Who knows? There's so many theories about it. But it's fascinating that even the rabbis I've known are not quite sure where that comes from, but they would never be without it. Now, this idea of blessedness. How can you bless God? People say, bless God. <clears throat> well, bless God, uh, to bless the rabbis say means to increase. And you're praying that God be increased. Let God arise. Uh, thy kingdom come. Uh, um, that we're blessing God. Uh, it really comes from a verb meaning to kneel. And when we bless God, we kneel before God and pray that he is increased. And when God blesses us, he is increasing us spiritually and materially even. And in an odd way, he does kneel before us. I think of Jesus, God, the Son of God, kneeling before Judas when he washed his feet. To think that our God is so humble that he would kneel before his betrayer. So, well...
we're going to go to something really good. We're going to listen to Father Rocky for a bit, and uh, then I'll be back after Father Rocky, and uh, we're talking to the people in the 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 the, the Shekel Center, as I call it. Neil and Mary are are the schmooze and schmoozette for for the Bucks today. And uh, again, I just want to thank you for your. Your, your kindness and your generosity. I so enjoy doing this and I so enjoy having these conversations with you. I learned you're, you're more my teachers than I'm yours. So thank you. We'll be right back. Now, you can't say you weren't told. Today is the only day. So if you wake up tomorrow and go, darn, I wanted one of those prayer journals and I didn't make my gift. Well, don't let that happen. We need to hear from you today if you want to get this special prayer journal today only. Simply $240 one time or $20 a month, and we will send you this special journal. And this is a unique a unique item. You can only get it here through the Pledge Drive at Relevant Radio. It is a custom Relevant Radio prayer journal that will aid you in your development of deeper prayer. And each journal includes some basic prayers along with some quotes and, and outtakes and teachings from, from famous Catholic authors and, and saints. You're going to love it. It's yours when you reach out and respond and join the family at relevantradio.com using the app or calling 877-291-0123. Hello, Mary Graham, Neil Robbins along with Mary, and please do join the family. It's our fall pledge drive, 877-291-0123. Mary, we have a 100% dollar for dollar match on Father Simon Says right now. So have your uh, have your dollars go twice as far if you give at relevantradio.com on the app or at 877-291-0123. Yeah, $20 a month uh, comes out to 240 for the year, but if you want to break it down to uh, to the day, it's 67 cents. 67 cents for the great programming that you hear on Father Simon Says uh, every day. And, well, Patrick Madrid, Drew Mariani, and all the rest, all the way through the Family Rosary across America. Get on the phone now. Help us out during our pledge drive. We have a $2.7 million need. 877-291-0123. Fast, easy, secure online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. And, you know, speaking of, of Father Simon, if you make your gift on the app or at RelevantRadio.com, we have that special download that's going to come your way. And it is produced by our very own Father Simon Says. Yes, Virginia, there is a St. Nicholas. You do not want to miss out on this download. So make your gift at RelevantRadio.com. Use the app. You can call 877-291-0123, but you don't get the, the download if you call. So make sure you use one of our two digital platforms. When you make your gift of $20 a day, great opportunity, perfect time to give. It is matched dollar for dollar, 100% match. You'll get the special journal and you'll get the download when you visit relevantradio.com or use the app. And we are looking, Mary, for 100 people to step forward and say, we love Father Simon Says, we love Relevant Radio. We want to keep it on the air for years to come. 877-291-0123. Give online on the app or at relevantradio.com. Can you be one of those 100 people to step forward this hour and join the family for Relevant Radio? Moon River, wider than a mile. I'm crossing you in style someday. I actually heard this song sung at an ordination mass. It was it was in the sixties. It was I think sixty nine. Uh, uh, for this, we gave up Gregorian chant. 
Just a very brief mass hysteria today. Um, the uh, um, come on, brain. The bells at mass. You know, so many people took out the bells, so they didn't do the bells. In. Well, they made a comeback. It's interesting, but wh- why bells? Well, it's to, when people are distracted, they wake up and pay attention. That's not what they are. I I didn't understand bells at mass until i went to an eritrean mass of the coptic rite at saint my parish saint thomas and there i saw the the altar servers with bells and you'll see if you if you look at a a a coptic orthodox mass or an ethiopian orthodox mass on youtube fascinating their easter mass it's oh it, it they really get going but they have these things called sistrums, or more properly, sistra, that you'll see in ancient Egyptian art. They're kind of like the things on the tambourine, but without the tambourine. And they, they constantly bang those. And I'm watching people coming up to communion at this Eritrean Catholic uh, Coptic Mass. And the altar boys are standing on either side of the, commun- uh, the, 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 the communion minister, the priest, uh, ringing bells as people receive communion. I thought, they use bells that way. And then I found out from, I believe it was Rabbi Lefkowitz, or maybe it was elsewhere, but it's still good, that bells, oh no, this was uh, this was from uh, uh, another rabbi. This was from uh, Rabbi Lozowski, um, wonderful young man, uh, good scholar. Bells are about communing with the Lord. On the edge of the high priest's robe, there were little pomegranates uh, made of cloth, I think wool, and uh, there were little bells. And as long, and of course there was a rope tied around the ankle of the of the, of the high priest in the Holy of Holies uh, so they could pull his body out if he fainted from fear of the Lord. Uh, if he was not worthy, uh, they were, were worried he would die and they would have to pull his body out because they wouldn't go in there. So uh, as long as they heard the bells, they were communing. He, the high priest was communing with the Lord. Things were going okay. That's the meaning of bells in the liturgy. And we would start out with bells at the Holy Holy, and then there would be more bells at the consecration, and then there would be even more bells at communion. Because as we entered into deeper and more profound communion with the Lord, the bells were a symbol of that. It's a very Jewish thing. The bells at Mass are very Jewish. And of course, liturgists said, oh, we don't like all that old stuff that was just to wake up the old ladies who were sleeping. They didn't understand the depth and, and the, the, the meaning of so many of these symbols uh, because they were, well, they were modern people. And these symbols tie us to the temple in Jerusalem. These symbols express the universality of the church, not necessarily its universality in space, but in time. That we go back to the earliest days and there were bells. How, well, you mean the early church they had bells? Well, certainly in the Coptic church, they just adapted the bells that were used in Egyptian religion. Uh, um, you see, you see, the Christian faith didn't spring out whole cloth. Well, I guess we're Christians now. We won't sing psalms. We won't use bells. We won't use incense. They continued to worship in the way they knew. And so many of these symbols, which tie us to the temple, were just ignored by, by people who thought they knew more than their ancestors. The scripture says we are not better than our fathers. Well, let's go to a couple of few letters. 
Okay, I got a letter here from, uh, this is kind of interesting. Uh, this is from Michael in Houston, and it's from, it's from a while ago. I'm trying so hard to catch up on my letters here. Um, the, uh, my question is about the reading of the gospel. We have a deacon in our church who doesn't read the gospel. He recites it from memory, never looking at the book. The first time I saw this, I was like, wait, what? I've never seen something like this. And to be honest, it's a bit disturbing. Maybe disturbing is a little strong, but it's certainly distracting to me, at least. I know you formulated opinions on me, opinions on most everything. No, I, I don't have opinions. I have objective truth. I'm kidding. No, I have opinions. You're right. Uh, can you please weigh in on this? You know, uh, I will weigh in on it because um, I, you know, I would do that. I would try to look up from the scriptures to personalize it as much as I could. Or, or reciting the canon of the Mass, I would, you know, you say it every day, so especially the shorter canons, you have them essentially memorized. Well, my dear friend Father Branken said even if he has this passage down, he reads it in order to let people know that this isn't him. This is not his. It's the Lord's. And I thought, my gosh. Now, I do look up at people when I'm reading the Gospel, but uh, mostly I, I look at the text because it's not me. It's not mine. So my opinion has changed on that. I don't know that, that there is any rule prohibiting it, uh, but I think that your instinct here, Michael, really does say something, that that when you when you do something wonderfully dramatic like that, it doesn't always enhance the 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 participation of the community. Sometimes it hinders it because they're so impressed with you, you know, that I, I know a bishop who can memorize every name of the confirmation class and people are so impressed with it. But one wonders if that's what the sacrament's about. You see, this isn't performance art. This is this is the worship of God. And that's really what I'm talking about in this mass hysteria segment stuff. That that this isn't performance art. This is the worship of the living God and the scriptures don't belong to me. They belong to the Lord. So, all right, let's see here. We got, where are we going now? We're going, oh, we got a, we got a pitch. Is it a pitch break? Am I right? Oh boy, pitch break at the bottom of the hour. And welcome to Shekel Central here. It's the Join the Family Fall Pledge Drive on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Neil Robbins and Mary Graham stepping in to uh, Father Simon Says for just a couple of minutes to ask for your support for this wonderful ministry of the uh, airwaves. This hour, we have a 100% dollar-for-dollar match, and we only need about 75 more people to step forward this hour to hit our 100-person uh, goal by the end of the hour. So please do so while we have these matching funds available online at RelevantRadio.com, on the app, or at 877-291-0123. I love this Relevant Radio prayer journal that is uh, the gift we have for you today at the $20 a month level. You can uh, write down your spiritual journey as you grow in prayer. Uh, write down uh, your moments of gratitude, maybe what you even what you learned on relevant radio from Father Simon. Jot it on down and uh, keep track of uh, keep track of your thoughts and your 
your inspirations and uh, keep track of who you're praying for. And you know what? You're going to look back six months, a year from now, and you're going to go, oh, yeah, I forgot I even prayed about that. That came true. That Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. So get the prayer journal today for $20 a month at RelevantRadio.com or on the app. And, Mary, we have a very special brand-new MP3 if you give online this pledge drive. It is a fantastic MP3 from our very own, our very favorite, Father Richard Simon. It's, yes, Virginia, there is a St. Nicholas. This MP3 download is our gift to you for your online donation. And that's in addition to our to the, to the prayer journal, if you make that gift of $20 a month or one-time gift of $240, or any of the other gifts we have available. You can see those online as well. But this is only available when you make your gift online or with the app on your smartphone or your tablet. If that's just not possible for you to for you to give in that in that fashion and you need to pick up the phone and make that call, you sure can do that. The number is 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Want to say thank you so much. A dollar a day came in from San Diego. Natalia, thank you so much for your help and your support. Jacksonville, Florida, a dollar a day. Gerald made that gift. He's listening on WZNZ in Jacksonville. And thank you to Elizabeth in Stockton, California made a special gift of $1,000. All of those gifts were matched dollar for dollar. And yours will be too when you call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. We have a 100% dollar for dollar match this hour. Take advantage of it. We don't always have matching funds. This hour we do, and we are looking for 75 more people to step forward this hour and to join the family during our fall pledge drive. Give online at relevantradio.com. It's fast, it's easy, very secure. You can also give online at the Relevant Radio app or at 877-291-0123. Join the family. Powered by you. By you. Listener supported. Welcome back to our Join the Family Fall Pledge Drive on Relevant Radio. Well, I think we can do... I get confused by pledge drives. Of course, I get confused by (laughs) doors that say push. I tend to pull. But (laughs) what we're going to do is we are going to go to... uh, uh, some more letters, and uh, then, uh, uh, and maybe I'll jump into the word of the day so that we have a little more time for, for phone calls. But we'll do a letter or two. But yeah, we, you can call in uh, 888-914-9149. I will be taking calls, 888-914-9149. And what is the, the, the phone number if they want to give stuff? Uh, it's, uh, what is it, 877? What's the donation? Do you, oh, Eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. That's in case you want to lighten your load in this heavy world by sending money. And the other one, eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine. Ask any question you may have about the Lord, the Faith, the Church, and the Big Book on the Coffee Table, the Bible. But let's do a letter or two more because there was I, I'm I'm working hard on catching up on letters. Oh dear, I should, probably should should. Uh, um, I think I'll save that one for a letter. This is a letter from Don about church architecture. I want to save that one for mass hysteria. So we'll do another letter than that. Uh, this is um, uh, the question about the Orans position. The Orans, that means the praying one. Recently, I read that the Orans posture we take during the Our Father at Mass is only for the priest. 
We, not priests, should take the position that the deacon takes of folded hands during the Our Father. Is this correct? Well, I suppose, strictly speaking, it is. If so, how did the faithful end up in the Oran's posture? I would like to apologize for that. It's my fault, uh, being one of the, the founding members of the Catholic Charismatic Renewal. I was baptized in the Holy Ghost when I was 18 in 1968, so I was right there at the beginning of all this, and it was gloriously, you know, I, I talk about the charismatic renewal occasionally, and, you know, it was very un, unpastored, and uh, uh, therein was a problem, and it was very emotional, which also, oddly enough, was a problem. People think of it as emotional, but charismatic renewal, good Pentecostal spirituality, is nine days of prayer and listening, one good afternoon of ministry. That's Pentecost. Uh, but, uh, you know, people would, would identify their personal feelings with the Holy Spirit. And so these meetings would be rather well exciting. And um, uh, there wasn't as much listening going on, listening to the Lord as perhaps there should have been. Uh, and so the the prayer meeting kind of bled into Mass. People invented the charismatic Mass. And, oh, I was big into that. But then after I was ordained for a little while, I realized that Mass is not a prayer meeting. People wanted structured prayer meetings and spontaneous Masses. The liturgy is, I tell you constantly, a structured thing. It is uh, uh, the ceremony of the covenant. And it is contractual. It's about a contract. It's at the heart of a covenant. A covenant is a contract that does not end except by the death of one of the, the covenanters. A contract is a temporary arrangement, but a covenant is an unending covenant, uh, an unending contract. There's a difference. So it's, it's structured. A prayer meeting, uh, the best definition of a prayer meeting I ever heard was it is a gathering of the people of God for the free exercise of the gifts of God. Lovely definition. That's not a mass. But the, the, the charismatic enthusiasm bled into the mass. Uh, and it's not bad to have a, a mass with enthused people, but but you got to be careful. So with that, the charismatics were accustomed to praying with their hands lifted up, which is a very ancient and very spontaneous gesture of prayer. Now, why traditionally is it limited to the priest at mass? Because the priest is in persona Christi, he's in the person of Christ. And that's why the deacon doesn't lift his hands. Only the priest lifts his hands in prayer because he stands in for Christ praying for the bride. Uh, that's the idea. That's the symbolism. Now, this is not a hill I want to die on. You know, if people want to raise their hands in prayer, it's an ancient gesture. Um, it's not the tradition. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, it's still legal in most states and, uh, and essentially moral. And you do see in the catacombs the pictures of people praying with that gesture. And you will see Jewish people praying that way. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a universal gesture of prayer. Uh, our folded hands are a matter of submission. You know, when the cop stops you for a traffic ticket, make sure your hands are on the steering wheel where he can see them. I feel sorry for police. They have such a tough life. You know, they never know when they're going to meet somebody violent. So it's a very good thing to always have your hands in view and to say, how can I help you, officer? Uh, or what can I do for you, officer? Uh, and to let them know uh, my... 
my license is in the glove compartment. And you see, you're showing your hands as uh, submission. That's why we fold our hands at Mass. It's an ancient gesture of submission. But an ancient gesture of supplication is to lift your hands to your father. So, you know, like a little kid lifting up his arms to Papa. So it isn't a bad thing. But it is the tradition of the church that the priest who stands in the person of Christ, the mass is a prayer said by Christ in a certain sense. And so that's why we do this. But, you know, the charismatic renewal, as I say, has bled over into the mass. And uh, people used to say, Father, can you say a charismatic mass? And I say, no, sorry, I only know how to say a Catholic one. So they would kind of look at me cross-eyed. So I hope that helps. Um, have we got any phone calls yet? Oh, we haven't done the word of the day. Let's do the word of the day quickly because it's a word I can't figure out, so it'll be short. Let's do the word of the day. This being All Saints Day, I thought it would be interesting to find out what a halo is. What's a halo? I mean, we see halos on the side. Oh, I'm going to tell a funny story. A dear priest friend of mine, may he rest in peace, a classmate, very good friend. Uh, his dad was raised as a Methodist and came into the church uh, later in life. Uh, but before he'd become a Catholic, he was at the seminary, and there's a beautiful column with a statue of the Immaculate Conception on top. And there is a halo attached to her head. It's, uh, you know, it has three kind of rays and, uh, of course, a pole attaching it to her head. It doesn't float over there. And he looks up, and he was a mechanic, and he looks up at the halo on the Blessed Virgin Mother's head, you know, 40 feet above him, and he says, why is there a steering wheel on her head? <laughs> I, I roared laughing, because if you don't know what a halo is, you might think it was a steering wheel. Uh, but a halo... Believe it or not, comes from, uh, it, it actually means, uh, uh, it's a Greek word, halos, which means it's a, a glory, a, a rays of light. You know, if the halos would be the, from the rising sun. And it comes into Christian art from Greek and Roman art, and it may even come into Buddhist art uh, from Greek art because the Greeks invaded, believe it or not, they invaded India with Alexander the Great and had a great effect on Buddhist art. So it's a kind of universal thing. It's the idea that there's a glow around something exceptionally holy. And, uh, well, sometimes there is and sometimes there isn't. But the halo, it simply means a glow, a glory. It's, and so that's halo. We, we, we continued it in art, but we Christianized it by kind of making a cross out of it. So now you know what halos are about. I don't know if saints actually have them, but, well, nah, they might. Let's go to a miracle moment. I'm sure there's a halo around that. And I think the most important ingredient in that entire recipe is you. Everyone who's listening right now, you are part of that part of that reason that we are here and you need to help support us it is because of you that we can do this because of your help and your support can you reach out can you join the family now at 877-291-0123 that's 877-291-0123 on the web at relevantradio.com or use the app on your smartphone or your tablet 877-291-0123 join the family right now uh, we have a 100% dollar-for-dollar dollar match for about the next 15 minutes, 
And we uh, want you to have your, your gift doubled, whatever you can give. If you have $5, it becomes 10 10 becomes 20 and on and on and on. No limit, uh, no high, no low. Just uh, give us a call right now at 877-291-0123. Have your gift doubled. You can give online on the uh, Re- Relevant Radio website or at relevantradio.com. We're asking uh, as many of you as possible to come in at the $20 a month level today, and that is 240 over the course of a year or uh, you boil it down to a day. That's sixty-seven cents a day. Do you have sixty-seven cents to uh, to to give to Relevant Radio? We have a prayer journal that we are giving away today and today only at that twenty-dollar a month giving level. This uh, beautiful blue five by seven blue and white journal. You can uh, you know put it in your purse, put it put it in your uh, computer bag. Take the time to record your spiritual journey as you grow in prayer. And I like how Father Rocky puts it. You know you you. Keep track of, of uh, your intentions and your moments of gratitude over time. And after a while, it becomes the gospel of you, doesn't it? So join the family right now at $20 a month, 877-291-0123. But please do try to give online at RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. We have about 17 minutes left in this hour, and we still need 47 people who will join the family at 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Thank you for that call. And there's another. Let's keep the phones ringing. Better yet, visit the website. It's relevantradio.com. Use the app on your smartphone or tablet. You know, Neil, it looks like a very popular prayer request right now during this last hour has been for their family and for their children to return to the church. We have Elizabeth listening in Stockton, praying for all of her family to come back to the faith. Erica in San Francisco, again, for his son to make the right decision and to follow Christ. Leo, conversion of his children and grandchildren. Let us know how we can pray for you when you reach out and respond at 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Online at RelevantRadio.com or use the app. Just over, over in the glory land there with Yes, with the mighty host I'll stand Over in the glory land Just over, over in the glory land How's all Yes, join the happy angel band. I love this song over in the It's about heaven over in the glory land So, uh that said, let us go. Well, we did the word of the day, right? Uh, let's go to phone calls. I get easily confused without a pledge drive. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Bill, this is not Buddy the Elf. It's Father Simon. What can I do for you? Hello, Father. My question concerns um, uh, John chapter 19, verse 14. Yes. And basically, this is the point where uh, Pilate is about to hand Jesus over for crucifixion. And may I read 14, just a couple words? It was preparation day for Passover. Yes. And that's my question. And the footnote uh, associated with that verse is that this this was about the time that the lambs would be slaughtered for Passover. My question is, I thought that the Last Supper was a the Passover meal, and the lambs would have already been slaughtered. You, you see my question? It's a, I see your question. Here. Yes. 
Yes, that is because, now this is controversial, but I am of the school of thought that that Jesus did not, you'll see the phrase also, it was the Passover of the Jews. The Israelites did not think of themselves all as Jews. Certainly someone from the tribe of, uh, of Levi, the priestly tribe, would not have thought of himself as a Judean. Remember the word Jew really meant Judean. And there would be people, Paul was not a Judean, uh, except politically. He talks about himself advancing in Judaism, uh, but ethnically, uh, he was from the tribe of Benjamin. John, I, I would maintain, was from the tribe of Levi. He seems to have been from a priestly family, certainly knew the high priest's house well. So there's a strong possibility that he was from the tribe of Levi. The Essenes and the different Dead Sea sectaries would never have thought of themselves as Jews. They were, we read in the Damascus scroll about the Jews are going to get theirs. And that was written by someone we would call a Jew. So when you see all these references, the Jews this, the Jews that, that those references are from someone who we would call Jewish, who didn't call himself Jewish because he was a member of Israel, but not of the tribe of Judah. So the Judean establishment had a certain calendar. The calendar of the Essenes, which were a, a Levitical movement, was a different calendar. So there were a number of calendars. Jesus clearly is not celebrating the Passover of the Jews. He is celebrating Passover on a different calendar and possibly with different rituals. Uh, so uh, uh, there are some scholars who say there's clearly no lamb at the Last Supper. Jesus is the lamb. They don't mention lamb. Uh, well, you got to have lamb at Passover. The Jews now don't have lamb. They have the Paschal chicken. <laughs> They'll have a lamb shank bone, but they can't have a lamb because there's no temple. They can't sacrifice a lamb because there's no temple. Now, Sephardi Jews will have a lamb, but Ashkenazi Jews won't have a lamb because there's no temple in which to sacrifice it. And those Dead Sea movements thought the temple was corrupt, so they would not eat a lamb sacrificed in the temple. So it's we, we like to think of it as if you know what Jews are today, you know what Jews are then. That's not so. Uh, th there were many variations uh, in the religion of Israel, of which Christianity was thought uh, to be one. So uh, they they clearly were not celebrating on the Judean calendar. Does that help? Okay, so if I if I have this clear in my mind, basically the the answer is so within the Jews, you know, quote unquote, mm -hmm. there's many sects. I get sects. Quite a few, yes. S e c t s. Mm -hmm. And they all could have had separate calendars then. Yes, the, the Essenes and, and the and the uh, the temple establishment clearly had different calendar, and there may have been more. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. There so you that's go. why the chron chronology could be different between the Synoptics and then John. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 And on Thursday, Thursday night, you know, a lot of people say, "Well, really, the last supper was probably on Tuesday." And I, I would maintain the Thursday, Friday, Saturday scenario that we have probably is the accurate one because. Uh, Thursday was, was the day, the first day of unleavened bread. In other words, the Jews have what they call the search for the chametz on the day before the preparation day. You gotta get rid of all of the leaven in your house. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a complicated scenario, but I think you got the idea. Well, thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Who have we got now? Brian from Little Rock. What is your question for me, Brian? Peace be with you, Padre. 
Thank you. So my question is the whole concept uh, that Luther proposed that salvation was from grace alone mm-hmm. or by faith alone. And mm-hmm. Was the word alone in the original transcript or was that added later? And, and how, oh. would you, how would you explain that? in a discussion with a Protestant about the concept of grace or faith alone versus works? Well, what you do is you point out to them that the only place in the New Testament where the phrase uh, faith alone is written is in St. James when he says, "It is so it is clear, brothers, that we are not saved by faith alone. That's the only place it appears in the scripture. Luther, at one point in his translation, did add the word alone. I think, was it in Romans, the third chapter? The just man shall walk by faith alone. And um, he was asked at, at uh, uh, why, why did he add the word alone to it? It was clearly an addition. It's not in the text. Uh, and he said, because, well, and he got really unhappy about this. One of his students were questioning him, and he said, well, because tell them that Dr. Luther is the best doctor in Christendom, and he would have it so. I mean, he was just saying, go away, kid, you bother me. Uh, that was That's recorded in his table talk. Um, so he did add that word in, I think it was, is it Romans 3? I can't think of the verse, maybe 16. Uh, but the, it says, the just man shall walk by faith. Uh, faith alone doesn't appear there. So that's where it comes from. Uh, that's all you can say is, is the, in the letter of James, it says clearly, so we are not saved by faith alone. That's it. Does that help? Yeah, and where does grace fit into that then? Oh, where's grace if- fit in? Everything is grace. But you can't understand grace without really looking at the opening chapter of St. John when he gave, a, gave us grace upon grace. And the, 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 the text is very strange. It says, Karin antikaritos, grace against grace. So God gives you life. That's a gift, an undeserved gift. And if you take it and you, you use it, then God gives you a greater grace, grace against grace. And if you use that grace, well, God gives you greater grace. But you always have to cooperate with the grace that that faith, uh, faith is not uh, opposed to obedience. In fact, is if I obey you, it is because I trust you. And, and you got to remember that the word the word faith in its in its in its original meaning in the Greek text means trust. We're saved by grace through trust. In other words, if I trust you, I'm going to do what you tell me. If I don't do what you tell me. I don't trust you. So obedience is the function of faith. Obedience is the function of trust. They're not opposed. That that obedience is is faith with hands and feet. Uh, that's how they fit together. Does that help? It does. And so I guess that's where the vine and branches that produce good fruit is an example of we... Oh, yes, you got to trust God. He's going to take away some stuff that maybe you don't want to give. But I hear music in my head. So we're going to where are we going now? I don't have that screen up. Pitch Center. We're going to the Pitch Center. (laughs) Thanks for calling. Join the family now. It is our fall pledge drive here at Relevant Radio. 877-291-0123 is the phone number. But better yet, give online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. That is a very fast, very secure way to give on the app or at relevantradio.com. 
Hi, it's Neil Robbins along with Mary Graham. We only need 25 more people to step forward this hour. We only have a few minutes left in the hour. Matching funds, only 25 more people to step forward to help us during uh, this hour of Father Simon Says and a 100% dollar for dollar match. So jump online right now at relevantradio.com on the app or give us a call 877-291-0123. Mary, here's a note from uh, Susan and she says, Father Simon, you are my favorite. With that being said, I enjoy every show I listen to on Relevant Radio, but you do happen to be my favorite. I'm not Catholic. However, I learn a great deal from Relevant Radio, and I'm so grateful to uh, to have found it on my Trucks Radio. Uh, maybe you're like Susan. Maybe you are a big Father Simon fan. You, you like Drew. You like, uh, you know, Morning Air with John Morales and Glenn Leverins, and you like Patrick Madrid and all the rest, but... Uh, but Father Simon is just, he's hes your favorite. If you feel like Susan does, get on the phone right now and let us know. 877-291-0123 or give a gift online at relevantradio.com or on the app. $20 a day, that's what we're asking for today. $20 a day, our one-time gift of $240. And today only, we have this prayer journal. I got to tell you, I actually went by the relevantradio.com website and I looked at the prayer journal. It's a nice little prayer journal. It is yours for $20 a day or $240 one time. But today only, we cannot emphasize enough. Tomorrow, this will not be available. So do not miss out. We still need, it looks like about 28 calls left for this hour to make our call goal for this hour and contain within this prayer book you will have some some great inspirational quotes from saints and famous catholic authors you know they're so glad to offer this relevant radio prayer journal and think about it this is the only place you can get this prayer journal so reach out respond join the family at 877-291-0123 yeah, 16 more people to step forward, uh, Mary. 16 people. Can you be one of the 16 to support Father Simon Says and to support Relevant Radio this hour during uh, our Join the Family Pledge Drive? Matching funds. We're going to double whatever you have to give. It can be a small amount, uh, a medium-sized amount, a large amount. You can come in at the $20 a day, as we've been talking about. Whatever uh, you can do is great. 877 Give online on uh, at relevantradio.com or on the app. And we should also mention, Mary, uh, if, especially especially for Father Simon fans, we have a brand new MP3 that uh, folks can get if they give online at the app or at relevantradio.com. It's called Yes, Virginia, There Is a St. Nicholas. Brand new talk by Father Simon is going to uh, kind of give you the background, the history of St. Nicholas. But uh, he's also going to give you the background on how St. Nicholas became associated with with Christmas. Great talk. You know that you're going to smile and laugh a few times if you're listening to Father Simon. So uh, get that online at relevantradio.com or on the app when you give uh, when you give your gift online. Give now at 877-291-0123. We still need 10 more people who will who will either visit our website, relevantradio.com, use that app on your smartphone or your tablet, or call 877-291-0123. Dollar for dollar match that will be matched 100% here in the next couple of minutes during the Father Simon Says Show. Call now. It's 877-291-0123. 877-291-0123. Three. And we have some great programming ahead of us uh, as we uh, head into, uh, I can't believe it's November already. It's, it's November. So it's fast. All Saints yes. Day. Yes. Beginning tomorrow, of course, we have the Novena for uh, Holy Souls uh, as we get into uh, at the end of the month and into December. 
uh, Advent focus, and some very special Christmas programming that I can't tell you about right now, but you're going to love it. So uh, let's help keep Relevant Radio on the air, going and growing. Join the family. It's our fall pledge drive, and we have a 100% dollar-for-dollar match, at least for the next minute. 877-291-0123. Give on the app or marry at RelevantRadio.com. That's RelevantRadio.com, 877-291-0123. Final moments of this Partnership Challenge Hour. Your gift is matched 100%. It's a dollar-for-dollar match. Come on and join the family at RelevantRadio.com.